Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, the humidity continues. The winds are out of the southeast, and so our rainfall pattern started to shift a little bit as we expected yesterday, and that trend will continue now really for the rest of the week, not just today, but tomorrow and Friday as well. And that means the potential for a few coastal showers overnight into the early morning hours, but the majority of the rain will be midday and afternoon showers and thunderstorms that develop inland, especially, um, oh, about 8 to 10 miles inland, so near the east beltway of 295, and then particularly near and west of Interstate 95 through the afternoon hours, with the majority of the heaviest rain well west of Interstate 95 by the afternoon commute, much like it was yesterday, but it was locally heavy. Mandarin got slammed with 4 to 5 inches of rain over a couple of hours, a lot of standing water and some street flooding. In fact, uh, some of the folks in Mandarin reporting that it looked a lot like it did after Hurricane Irma last year. It was that tremendous of a rainfall and downpour, but very, very localized. And that's the kind of thing we're looking at uh, today and and really the rest of the week, where we get these local spots of very heavy showers and thunderstorms that drop a lot of rain in a very short period of time, but the amounts vary considerably across the area and generally miss, at least the heaviest rain, misses the beaches. So that's a little bit of a a pattern change from what we had last week and um, a chance for at least some neighborhoods to escape with a couple of days here that may very well be dry. So that would be welcome. And there are some that that didn't have rain yesterday already. So it's a little bit of a drier pattern overall, even though the humidity stays high, which let's face it, we're almost into June now. And the humidity staying high will be a constant now all the way through September, quite honestly, and and even into October, perhaps. So get used to it um, while you can. We're at least not getting to 90 degrees. So that's helping out a little bit. And sometimes we can we can see the 90 degree temperatures with the high humidity already this time of year. It's sure to come along, of course. Now, uh, still, of course, uh, tracking the tropics as well. I issued my first talking the tropics with Mike last evening. Oh, don't say it so. Yeah, I hear you uh, on so many levels. But in any case, um, we do have a tropical disturbance over the uh, northwestern and western Caribbean. Very disorganized. It's going to battle sheer dry air and marginal sea surface temperatures all the way on its track to the Gulf Coast over the weekend. But it does look like it will try to slowly organize. It could become a tropical or subtropical system over the next couple of days. More likely it would be by Friday or Saturday. It could become strong enough to get the name Alberto, the first letter on the alphabet for this season's hurricane names and move northward with a likely landfall between New Orleans and the Florida Panhandle over the weekend of whatever kind of system this might be. Either way, and I've been emphasizing this for days now, either way, whether it's it's develops into much of a system or not. We have a lot of tropical moisture to deal with for Jacksonville and northeastern Florida, the eastern side of this system, a tremendous plume of tropical moisture, and that will spread up across Florida and probably affecting Jacksonville and northeastern Florida for the holiday weekend with the potential for some heavy rain. It's not necessarily a washout yet. We still have uh, to fine-tune the forecast, see exactly where this thing goes, what it does. 
But as it moves northward, it will continue to encounter a lot of west-to-east shear out of the west, in other words. So that's going to keep the heavy rain on the east side of the circulation. That means as long as it stays west of Florida, Florida's fair game for a lot of rain out of this storm system. Uh, And the um, water temperatures, again, appear to be marginal. So that should keep it from becoming anything real strong or helping to keep it from becoming anything real strong. There's also a lot of dry air over the western Gulf of Mexico, which will continue to be ingested by the low-pressure area. So everything all adds up to a weak system. Unfortunately, a very wet system, too, though, for Florida and nearby areas. So if you're traveling this weekend, uh, it's you'll be able to get from one place to another. This is not a tremendous tropical system, but there will be some heavy rainfall. There will be a rip current risk, especially in the panhandle of Florida, but also on our coast. And there may be an isolated tornado in this kind of pattern, though I wouldn't expect it to be anything very widespread. And I've been getting a lot of questions about uh, does a May storm necessarily indicate an active hurricane season? Well, not necessarily, although if we look back over the last 15 years, uh, it does seem to indicate such uh, in general. In 2007, we had a a named storm in May. We ended up with 15 named storms for the season, four of which made a U.S. landfall. In 2012, we had two named storms, which interestingly come from this year's list because they repeat every six years. We had an Alberto and a uh, Barrel. Uh, ended up with 19 named storms on that season, and three of those hit the U.S., including Barrow, by the way. In 2015, we had a May storm, 11 for the season, which is actually a tad bit below average, but two of those hit the U.S. In 2016, we had a May storm, 15 uh, named storms for the season, then a little bit above the average at 12, and five storms hit the U.S., and of course, uh, one of those was Matthew, although it didn't hit Florida, it did hit the Carolinas later, and came close enough, of course, to cause a good deal of damage to our beaches right here in northeastern Florida. So, the upshot on all that data and information is that with the May storms, named May storms of the last 15 years, the seasons, four, three out of four of those ended up higher than average, more active than the normal 12. And what we really see sticking out is that there were several U.S. landfalls when we had an early season storm in May. There's more, of course, again, in Talking the Tropics with Mike, which I'm now updating at least once every single day, all the way through November, through the rest of the hurricane season. Now that it looks like it could be starting up early, I'll just keep it going now for the rest of May. And then, of course, for the start of this official start of the season on June 1st, it's at actionnewsjacks.com and wokv.com. I also tweeted out at my First Alert, and it's on my Facebook fan page. Have a great day from the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish for News 1045 WOKV.